On today's episode of Lockdown Spartans, it is another edition of Take Tuesday. No need to say any more. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Tuesday, December 22nd. The year is 2020. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my wondering why he doesn't get superpowers co-host, Matt Sheehan. <laughs> no, I know full well why I don't get superpowers today, Will. Have you seen me? My God, I'm almost you transparent. The least, good, good God. You're the least black person I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm like 700, 100, 7.1 billions in line for the superpowers today. Yeah. Uh, so I had Jealous. No, I had no idea that was a thing for winter solstice or whatever. And yeah, like I, lining I up, just, yeah. I saw it happening and I was like, wait a second, what? And that's just, it's great. I love it. Uh, that was Twitter's been an out. absolute fire today. Yeah, a banner day to end 2020. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> On today's show, we're playing Take Tuesday. Absolutely. It's Tuesday, Matt's got takes, and I'm I going to takes. tell him whether they are takes or fakes, right? That's what we do? Take or fake? Yeah. Yeah, you, you basically uh, insult me to my face and tell me I'm a big old dummy for thinking the way I do, or 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 if I'm getting really, really good lately, um, you agree with me, and that often flatters me well. So yeah, that's what we got here today. Fantastic. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. You can also head over to spartanswill.substack.com. I've got mm. a piece up about Harold Joyner, ah. and I believe tomorrow I will have uh, i'm not sure what I'll, you know what, i'll tell you on tomorrow's show i haven't decided yet what i'm doing tomorrow okay I, i'm between a few options but there'll be another premium post up there tomorrow and right now i've got a christmas sale matt ah yeah. tis the season baby you're the, you're the, the santa claus of the big old bag this year all right tis the season 30 percent off for your first year and as always free week trial so go check that out spartanswill.substack.com matt are you ready to play take tuesday Absolutely, Will. Uh, we got a little bit of football. We got a little basketball for you. Will, hey. you're you're the host of this show. I, I'm just a uh, uh, yes man. Where do you want to start? Football or basketball, Will? I want to start wherever you want to start. Okay, good. Well, football's on top of my list. And so let's actually, on top of the Harold Joyner name drop that you put in there, let's stick with the transfer portal season. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. All right, so what I got for you today is that the three in order, ranking from three okay. to one in terms of excitement, right now in front of me, I have ranked the transfers Ooh. as number three, Jarrett Horst, okay. number two, Anthony Russo, number one, Harold Joyner. I wow. think that the running back room needs the biggest boost. They got that with Harold Joyner. Don't get me wrong, quarterback could use some help, too. We get that with Anthony Russo. He's going to be a very excited, experienced guy that could throw a deep a little better than Peyton Thorne, which is very nice. And also, of course, the offensive line, as we know, could use help as well. I feel bad rating him third, but I, I think the other two positions are more crucial to a good season for your Michigan State Spartans next year, Will. Tell me why I am Ron, or shock me and tell me that I'm right. Fake. Yeah, okay. Go on. Go on. Talk up horse, baby. I, I need... <laughs> put me on my high horse, Will. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, there goes our five-star rating on. I do it for that one. So I like... Uh, of all three of these guys, in terms of just like... 
I don't know, maybe ceiling or raw ability or just like wow factor, sure, you can put Joyner up there at number one. He is, I, I think he'll be a good player. I think he was effective for Auburn when he got on the field. We don't know exactly why he didn't get on the field much, but there are indications that, you know, practice, effort, not grasping everything as, as well as he needed to, consistency and practice, stuff like that. So I, I think he's going to be really, I, I like all three of these guys, I should say. Sure, of course. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of like an order here. I guess I would go... It's tough. What's what's your your um your oh God? Uh, how this. am I ranking these by excitement? Yeah, a combination of excitement and just like how well they'll help the team next okay. year. Like who who's going to bring their position yeah. group like higher with okay. just their addition and appearance on the okay. team? Yep. Uh, I think third, I'm going to go Joiner. Okay. Because. I haven't seen from him consistent production at the collegiate level where I have for the other two. That's fair, yeah. And I do think of all the groups, like Jordan Simmons is a pretty good player. You know? Yeah, definitely. And I think Michigan State needs some some help at quarterback, and they certainly need help along the offensive line. So, uh, and especially, uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I do still think they're going to add another running back. So, like, say Joyner just flames out and it doesn't work. Like, you still got Simmons. You still got whatever other running back they add. You know, we don't yeah. love to like people don't love Connor Hayward, but there's competence there and he can provide some pass catching stuff. It's not the worst option to have. So I think if, if Joyner doesn't work out, it can still be okay in that room. I'm gonna go Russo too. Similar reasons, I think Thorne can be okay. We've seen some nice flashes. We've also seen him turn the ball over like three or four times in his limited amount of snaps. So that's a little concerning, but there's enough good there that you're like, okay, I could see how this can work out. I can see how he can make some plays if it doesn't work out with Russo. And I, I don't know. I do think Russo's a pretty decent upgrade over him. We'll see how Thorne develops this off season. Uh, but there's at least like a solid contingency plan there with Horst. It gets interesting as we sit here Very. on December 21st recording. I don't know if AJ Arcuri is coming back. I don't know if he knows if he's coming back yeah. or not. Right. I don't know if Jordan Reed has plans to return I, to the team. Likewise, I don't know if he knows either. Um, and I don't know what else there is at tackle other than projects. You know, Spencer uh, Brown, nice things being said about him, hasn't played a snap. Right, right. You know, that's kind of the situation there. But you can pretty much just kind of pencil in Jarrett Horse, probably at right tackle. And he's, he's fine with me. Yeah, he's someone who's all Sunbelt, uh, had a, an, a very impressive list of offers, kind of a guy you're going to plug in and he's going to play mm-hmm. right away. Has played some, like, Sunbelt's good ball. And they've yeah. Arkansas State challenges themselves and plays good teams a lot. So he's played against Georgia. He's played against some really good players and has held his own. I think he's a good player. And what happens is, say Arcuri comes back. This is like best case scenario. Mm-hmm. Arcuri at left, horse at the right. Jarvis is able to slide back to guard where he should be playing his Fantastic. natural position. Beautiful. And then you've got Samek at center. Then you've got probably Duplain, but also Buter and Carrick have both taken steps and improved this year. And then all the other younger guys that we haven't really seen yet are still kind of developing depth. That's an offensive line that can probably be pretty good. 
I don't know that they'll be like elite, but kicking Jarvis back inside will really help. And then you get someone to help on the outside who's a proven commodity at tackle who you know can play the position at a high level. And that can sort of make everything go. We saw, you know, for stretches in the Penn State game, stretches in the Northwestern game, the offensive line was moving bodies, making holes, making plays, doing good stuff, and it made a world of difference. So if you can do that, have healthy running backs, have a good quarterback, like, hey, the offense uh, might get something moving next year, Matt. No, right on. And you almost had me convince to slide Horace up to number one instead. There you go. Then again, <laughs> I go back to every single time, like I'm he was in a short yard situation and they just couldn't get it done. And to me, it was more of a product of, well, maybe it was the running back itself than the actual line play. Neither great at times, especially in short yardage uh, gain situations this year. But um, if you got a six foot four running back getting the ball, I, I'd like to think that would be an upgrade over yeah. Hayward just on baseline, just just for putting on the shoulder pads and tightening up the helmet and getting out there. I feel like it is, but um, yeah, I, I'm still gonna stick with my three two one. Will I'm, okay? I'm no, you're fine. You can fair. stick with it. You can stick. But with honestly, it isn't a three two one. It's more like a one A one B one C. Like it, these are three yeah. guys that like I'm high on. You're high on. Like I think everyone in Spartan Nation's pretty high on. Like no one's reading that. Oh, we we got an Outland preseason trophy award watch list uh, offensive tackle. No, this is disgusting. Oh, we got a guy who was gonna be maybe a day three draft pick at quarterback if he lent this year. Oh, I'm disgust. Like no, everyone's pretty cool with what we have at the transfer market so far so thank you mel appreciate it i know you're listening (laughs) no all right let's do one more and then we can go to a break after one more okay you know what yeah this could probably be a shorter answer it could also be like a 20 minute answer but msu calling it a season is a good call they are not going to a bowl game whether they were invited or whether they were not uh they were shutting it down as the team has been essentially playing in quarantine for months on end now and it's time to go home and everyone see their families and also Maybe it's just time to really just start getting into the nitty gritty of who stays on this roster, who's going, and let's just let's just speed this whole roster rebuild up. We don't even have to deal with the bowl game. I think it was a good call to just say, nah, that's okay. I don't need the bowl game. Yeah, it's probably a good call. Yeah, even with the three weeks of practice or whatever you get, you know, like I, I, that's nice. But I, I think revamping this roster and giving a hard look at that before anything else is more crucial at this point of uh, the Michigan State program's yeah. It seems like there's going to be, I don't know, eight, nine new starters on this team next year. Yeah, you get those vibes, right? Yeah. Right. You know, there's there's definitely going to be position battles. We, we know Naquan's gone. We know Shakur's gone. We know Antoine's gone so far. That's three right there. And then we'll see with some of the other seniors how things sort of shake out. So just like natural attrition, you're going to have four or five spots open up. And then you're going to have the competition for the other spots. Russo at quarterback, Joyner at running back, Horst at tackle are all going to compete or be starters next season. Linebacker, even with Simmons going, like say they bring Palaie, uh not Teote in. That's nice job be, in the name. Nice. Thank you. Very nice. That's going to be a new starter. Ma'a might be a new starter there. Rayshon Benny might have the chance to start along the defensive line. Jalen Hunt could be a new starter. Like, there's going to be new starters kind of all over the place. And so, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I, I've said I want them to practice as much as possible. Had they been able to play another game, you know, the, the more reps you can get, the better. But there is some burnout potential 
for you know the thing just going on too long and you've got like you said a lot of players that are up in the air trying to figure out what their future is and the quicker you can get that process going and have a clear idea of what needs to be done in terms of personnel moves mm-hmm. that's probably b- better in the long run um and then you reconvene next month and you have most of your roster set. You get the new guys in, everyone meets each other, start working on stuff, and you, you start building from there for 2021. So I'm with you. Well said. There we go. All right. I'm with you. All right. We're going to continue doing Take Tuesday in just a second, but first, a word from Coors Light. These days, it seems like life forces us to be on all the time, but every now and then, it's important to stop and hit the reset button in that, Matt, that moment. Yes. That's when you reach for a cold, delicious Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment that is made to chill. Christmas Coors. Think of anything more refreshing and chill (laughs) than just opening up the presents after opening up a nice Coors Light. Well, just think of it. I want you to envision that right now. What if you open the presents and it is? Oh, stop. Right before MSU tips off against Wisconsin. (laughs) Name a better Christmas. Name one. Name one. I'm going to have to... Send a tweet to your wife telling her, I know what you need to get Matt for Christmas. Yeah, just just a sixer of Coors, baby. That's, <laughs> that's all we need. It is the perfect gift for Christmas. The gift that keeps on giving somehow. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Does it? It works. Yeah. Uh, in my book, yeah. When Michigan State tips off against Wisconsin on, on Christmas Day, looking to rebound from uh, from a game we're not going to speak of anymore. You can bet Matt and I are going to have Coors Light on our side. It is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. Matt, this beer is quite literally made to chill. Absolutely. It's very frosty. And that's why it's the beer we choose when we need to unwind. So when you want to hit the reset button, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Today's episode is also brought to you by Bet Online. Yes, sir. I love a company that you don't even have to like guess what they do based on their name. Yeah, straight to the point. No, I, no riffraff <laughs> or hubbub. Yeah, just right there. Bet hey. and do it online at this website. If I interact with Bet Online, what am I going to be doing? I'm, I'm going to be betting. Adventure guess of betting online. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bowl season started, Matt. The Myrtle Beach Bowl was Monday. It was fantastic, and we got bowl games today. We got bowl games just coming down the pike forever and we've got nfl playoffs right around the corner and there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust and that's betonline.ag you can sign up today and get a free account at betonline.ag and use a promo code locked on one word locked on for a get this map 50 percent welcome bonus stop yeah stop 50 percent welcome bonus perfect to get your picks in for the college football playoff, Matt. Um, oh, yeah. How are we feeling? We we know Alabama and Notre Dame. Clemson oh. minus seven versus Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, that's a is big the number. Line. I like Clemson Oof. in this one. I think they went by like 13 if I had to venture and guess and put a number on it. It's hard not to with, uh, with how Ohio State looked against Northwestern, but I don't know, man. Well... No, neglecting to look, this is a lot. I know, guys, but run the ball. Just, <laughs> run what the are you doing? Ball. Passing it all over the yard. It's not working. Run it anyway. Anyway, if you have a passionate opinion about any of these games, now is the time. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. 
And don't forget the promo code locked on to get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. The holidays are about giving, so I'm giving you a hot tip that could earn you some extra cash. The new Locked On Bets podcast is hosted by Lee Sterling of ParamountSports.com. Lee is red hot to start the season, and he shares a lock of the day on every single episode. Subscribe to Locked On Bets today wherever you get your podcast. Matt, let's keep it going with Take Tuesday. Hit me with your next take. Absolutely, I will. But first, I'm just mesmerized by the names of these two bowl games going on today. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl and the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, baby. 72.5 points is the over-under in Central Florida versus BYU per BetOnline.ag. That is going to be fireworks tonight. All right. I love the Boca Raton Bowl because it always has the most wild names. I miss Cherubundi. Cherubundi, rest in peace, gone down in its prime. (sighs) Nothing will ever be the same. Yeah. Do you want to talk transfers again, Will? Sure, man. Good, because that's what I got coming up nice and hot for you, Will. All right. With the departure of Jesler Botain, Antoine Simmons, uh, Luke Fulton, Marcel Lewis at the linebacker position, mm-hmm. linebackers is now the top transfer wish list uh, get for position, if you will. Of course, defensive backs have lost Shakur, Davion Williams, uh, Julian Barnett. The defensive line is losing Naquan Jones, but they are keeping Panish Shook. That's Chris pretty Jackson. nice news. Yeah, exactly. No, I know. Oh, that's right. Shoot, I left off a name. That's okay. That's okay. Crap. Keep going. Defensive line, keeping Panashuk, also getting Rayshaw Benny as well. Of course, those are two positions of need that if they did get a transfer, I wouldn't be like, oh, we don't need them. Oh, yeah, we do. But before them, uh, I, I got to put all eyes on the linebacker position because Antoine was a one-man band this year. He's not part of the band at all next year as he's going to the NFL draft, Will, and that kind of uh, freaks me out. I get that we have Ma'a coming in. True freshman at middle linebacker. I okay, I, I mean, I get Hey, I get he's talented. I'm still a little reluctant to throw all my eggs in that basket, though. And uh, no Harvey up and down this year. That's uh, nice. Thank you. I, I try. I'm, I'm really trying to get better <laughs> at that. Um there's young kids behind them for sure, but you know, once again, what we talked about to start the season, like we don't Take. really know a lot about these kids. Like, Take. no, I experience. mean, you don't have to say anymore, Matt. Take. Okay. Oh, I don't have to sell. Oh no. Oh, I did. No. Hey, I did it. All right, um, nice. Look at me go. I don't know this for sure, but if I had to guess, I would say Pala Ie Ma <laughs> Pala Ie Navteote. I almost mixed both their names. Um, Ma's older brother, the former five-star recruit. Started at USC and then got hurt this year and then is now in the portal. I would guess he's the absolute A1, number one, all the eggs in the basket. We got to get this guy in right now, Target. Not just for his his talent and his ability and his potential, uh, but for the position he plays. Yeah, this team is going to be in desperate need of linebackers next year. Antoine Simmons was fantastic, wonderful player. Everyone else, well, the the two other guys, because Boateng played a snap, Harvey and Klein both struggled. Um, Mm -hmm. Klein's younger, has a better athletic profile, maybe has a little brighter future. Like Noah Harvey's now going to be in his fourth year next year, or maybe his fifth year, because I think he was a redshirt junior this Uh, year. I'm going to lose track with all this eligibility stuff. Yeah, I know. Um, You kind of know what you're going to get with him, and Mm -hmm. it's, it's a guy who occasionally is good, but is limited athletically, sometimes messes up run fits, gets lost in coverage, makes mental errors, you know. They have to upgrade that spot, both linebacker spots. And, yeah, I'm with you, Ma'a, maybe. 
uh, can get some burn and, and be an effective player, but that's a lot of importance to put on a true freshman at that spot. Um, I'd be stunned if they didn't bring in a couple of linebackers, two, three, like we talked about this yesterday. There's only a couple spots left right now, but they're going to be able to bring people in later. I would think they got to add one here soon. And then later, um, when they're able to add more transfers, um, continue to bring in linebackers, maybe someone leaves their school in June or something like that. Uh, yeah, that's a spot that is the most pressing on the defense because I don't think there's a single penciled in starter right now that you're like, yep, for sure. This is who's going to be starting there, like on the team right now. Let's uh, switch up to basketball, shall we, Mr. Let's Hunter? Let's do it. So we, we talked yesterday and we, we snuck it in for like a few seconds at the end of segment two, but just concern level with the team. So here's my take is that and this is really ironic coming from me, probably someone who's a little more reactionary with MSU sports, um, as you guys probably know by now. But my concern level, and I think everyone else's concern level, should not float above like a four or a five right now for this basketball team. I mean, yeah, hey, getting tuned up by Northwestern, that was not fun. I didn't have fun. I know you guys didn't have fun. I can't imagine we're going to get a lot of games where Hauser and Rocket start a combined 0 for 10. I can't yeah. imagine we're going to get a ton of games where the other team is going to be shooting 48% from three. Can't imagine we'll get a lot of games where one guy is just going nuclear and anytime he even closes his eyes and throws the ball at the rim, it goes in. Boo-booey. Also, how is Boo-booey <laughs> just a sophomore? I swear he's been playing for five years. Anyway, so that's my take is that really I, I'm not that concerned. And also, oh, I'm sorry, I had a third point too. Like I... Very hard time believing that the defense will keep on struggling the way it is just because, once again, like we talked about yesterday, individually, just player for player, like those are a lot of good defensive players they have in that team. And they did start the year pretty hot. So just with all the leadership you have, just the talent alone, I, it's a defensive funk right now, but I I think they're going to snap out of it sooner rather than later. And I feel like the evidence is just, well, because they're really good at defense individually. So, I don't know. Hopefully that's not wishful thinking. Yeah... I'm gonna. I'm. I'm with you. Take. There we go. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not overly concerned um, about them, like long term, being a good team. I, I still think this is a talented team that's going to be good. Maybe. I, and there's definitely concern about like winning the Big Ten for a fourth year in a row. And let's like, you yeah, know what? I don't know if that's happening. You know right? what's really freaking hard? Winning the Big Ten four years in a row. Like this when isn't you're replacing two dynamite players yeah. too, right? Regardless, like it's just you got to have some breaks. Good luck, health. Ske- uh, one schedule. team in your conference not returned the player of the year. Yeah, uh, another one not returned like eighty-five players <laughs> like Wisconsin is. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I, I love winning the Big Ten every year. They win it. It's fantastic. I kind of have eyes set on March, a little yeah. bit, a little bit more this year, and. I don't know, with a, with the aim being, like, let's just have this team get as good as they can, play the best basketball they can going into the tournament. And mm-hmm. I still think there's a team capable of a deep run here, right? I'm not right. I'm not overly worried about that yet. There's enough talent. There's enough shot making. There's enough defense uh, potential. There's enough coaching, enough program experience where I still feel confident, like, yeah, this is going to be a team that nobody wants to mess with uh, three months down the road. Mm-hmm. Right. Cool. Let's oh. check. Are, are, are we cutting to a break? I'm sorry. Yeah, let's cut to a break. 
We will finish off Take Tuesday in just a second. First word from Home Field Apparel. The greatest apparel company in the world. That's we love her. Came up with. There we go. Homefield makes incredibly comfortable, officially licensed collegiate apparel. They go through old programs, yearbooks, they talk to people at the school, alums, and they find really cool, unique logos, put them on clothes, and the result is the best college apparel brand in the world. Yes, sir. Absolutely. As comfortable as it looks good. I I butchered that, but you get as, what I'm saying. As guys. good as they look, they're just as comfortable. Thanks, Will. Thanks a lot, man. <laughs> Jesus, what a cleanup job! My God. Oh yeah, I'm losing over. Here. I'm sorry. <laughs> they uh, they released their vintage Michigan State line back in August. It's fantastic. You should go check it out. Homefieldapparel.com. But it's not just MSU. They've got hundreds of schools. You know, local schools: Central, Eastern, Western, Northern, Grand Valley, Fair State, Wayne State, UDM, and Hope. Fire up Dutch. And a bunch of other schools. Uh, they really they made their bones. They started off making really cool stuff for small schools. Uh, that, that you just you know it's hard to find things if you go to Hope, other than what's sure in the is. Hope bookstore. Uh, but they've done a great job, and they make really sweet clothes for any school, all kinds of schools, so many schools that you wouldn't even think they might have. They've got it. Check them out. Homefieldapparel dot com and use promo code on spartans one word on spartans and you'll get 20 percent off your first purchase matt 20 percent uh, off nice. at homefieldapparel.com with the promo code on spartans today's episode is also brought to you by built go built go built go is the top workout gel on the market and the key to breaking through your wall matt do you have a yeah. wall uh, just living day to day. No, uh, once again, Will, I, I, I really upped the game this time. I did a 45-minute uh, cycle class today. Dang. And once again, I saw the light at the end of the tunnel Ooh. and God greeting me to the pearly gates. But no, Will, I smashed through the wall. I smashed through the wall thanks to Bill Go, baby. There you Chocolate go. mint this time. Chocolate <laughs> mint. <laughs> so good. These things are easy to take, one and a half ounce packages. And they're not just easy because it's a small amount, Matt. Yeah. Unlike other workout gels, these things actually taste damn good. They do. They're delicious. Yes. We got three flavors: peanut butter, honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint. Whoop. It's like a five-hour energy without the same crash feeling. It's like a monster energy drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. You need to try it. It's like Please a pre-workout. It's an energy drink, a pre-workout, and a protein bar all mixed into one. It is absolutely fantastic. Go to BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED. One word, LOCKED. BuiltGo.com, use promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 30% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED for 30% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. Every Tuesday at Locked On NFL, Luke Braun and Ross Jackson break down the Monday night football action and top fantasy storylines around the NFL with the Tuesday Fantasy Forum. Luke and Ross are joined every Tuesday by a locked on fantasy expert to help you save your lineup with waiver wire pickups, must starts, and more. So if you got a championship game coming up here, or maybe your playoffs are starting in fantasy, check it out. Subscribe to Locked On NFL wherever you get your podcasts. Matt, third and final segment. Let's do this. Third and final segment. Kid's crying in the background right now, so he already hates this take. Uh, absolutely. Um, so I'm just going to lay it on really thick right now. Well, I want to dive more into the defensive aspect because that is obviously really, really slowing this team down. Mm-hmm. I still think that they end this season as a top 25 defensive team in Ken Palm. Am I moving the goalpost? Absolutely I am. I said they'd be top 10 when the year started, but now I think what they've slid down to... 53rd, I think. 
Yeah, that's not good. Obviously, a lot of season left. They can climb their way all the way back up there. But I guess what I'm trying to say is that I still think that this is going to be a great defensive team by year's end by finding themselves in the top 25 overall, the Ken Palm metrics of defense. Take. Uh, take. Yeah, I say take. Look at me go. I'm on fire today. Look at me Look go. At you go. Um, Feeling good. I think you're selling them short, though. Am I? Yeah. I think, okay. I think Rowan thinks you're selling them short, too. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's maybe, maybe that's the root of everything, right? Yeah, you're you're shooting too low. Um, so you have no faith, Dad. You moron. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think the the tools are there, the pieces are there, the know how, the coaching, all that is there. The like this is this is a program that we talked about it, Matt. This is the worst defense they've had since 2006, and a lot of the defenses yeah, between now and then uh, are top 10, top 15 defenses. A lot of them. Yeah, I, I should lean harder in that take, shouldn't I? Top 25, I gave way too much leeway. Yeah, I'm not That's sure. That's a coward that, move on my part, my bad. I'm not sure they get to top 10. Maybe they do. It's a shortened season. Mm-hmm. Non-conference is done. The Big Ten's a gauntlet. But I do think, you know, top 25 should be pretty easily achievable considering the parts that they have on this team. Totally. Ken Palm also freaked me out kind of the other day. I don't know if you saw this too, but they have MSU's projected Big Ten record at 9 and 11. Oh, yeah. Um, we can disregard that number, right? Right, Will? Will, right? Um, please, please. Let's please. check back in in a couple weeks and we'll we'll see. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> That's beyond reasonable and also very scary too. I'm not ready for Christmas Day. Anyway, um, can I ish- – okay, right. I save this for the end because uh, – you know, in, in journalism school, they always say, save your hardest question for last or your most controversial question for last. That way, when it goes bad, the interview is already over anyway, so whatever. Mm-hmm. So I save my hottest take for the end, Will. Oh, I love it. Top three, from three to one in order, the best alternative jerseys mm. for Michigan State basketball is three, the black and white neons. No, I'm sorry, the black and neons. The black okay. and neons is yeah. three. Number two, the all blacks that they rocked on Sunday's game wow. against Northwestern. And then number one, the Mateen Cleaves era throwbacks that they wore last year. They wore wow. them against that bad game against Maryland, but also the great game against Ohio State on senior night. That is my top three. Number three, black and neon. Number two, all blacks. Number one, Mateen era. I think, in my opinion, on the outside looking in, any rendition of the camouflage jerseys they've done for the Armed Forces games or the Carrier games, if you will, is number four looking. Wow. In. Yeah. Yeah. Take your fake, Will. Go ahead and roast me. Let's let's get a verbal argument. Meet to drive somewhere and then just brawl it out in the parking lot of Rick's. They didn't even have a parking lot. I'm sorry. I, I meant crunchies. You get what I'm saying. Um. Okay. So any jersey ranking mm-hmm. of Michigan State basketball jerseys? alternates uh that doesn't have script state the i don't 19- feel good doing it that doesn't have 1979 not just in the top three but at number one. Oh, really okay isn't worth a damn if, oh not worth a damn that that harsh wow okay if you don't want those at number th- uh, number one that's i can accept that if it's not in your top three get the hell out uh, you, i do love those jerseys too msu just has too many bangers i don't know this is an msu problem it's not my it's not a me problem it's msu's problem you're a moron. I know, but not about this. Like, uh, about other things in life, sure. But I, I like to think that this is a rational take. Um, so, script states are still probably my number one. 
probably in the top five. They're probably number five for me. Yeah. I do really like the. Don't say uh, all Browns. No, no, the Onions aren't great. They're not as bad as people thought, but they're like thirteenth if we're going down the list. They just have a really good memory associated with it. The Maryland game was fantastic. Of course, yeah. Um, yeah, give me, give me the the Flintstones era nineteen nineties throwback that they wore against Ohio State in, in for Senior Day. Um, yeah, I absolutely love those. That that's going to be my number two. It's close between that and Script State for one and two. Fair. Those are fantastic, both of them. Um, I liked MAC, but I'm not going to have it in my top it's three. Yeah, it's I, I did like PK80. It was the all yeah. greens with the bronze. Mm-hmm. Those weren't bad. Um, they were good, but they looked a little too much like practice jerseys for me. Um, okay. I don't know um, what about it it was because all, all blacks have the same look almost. But Yeah. yeah I, I guess I'll go black and neons. Like those, those things are awesome. Yeah, it's I nice want, touch. I want football to use the same color scheme, all black with neon trim. Uh, the basketball jerseys, they did it. It looks great. They got the right mix of black and neon, so it's not overbearing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I think that's, that's going to be the one. They have the, the all neons. I'm just going through a list right now. <laughs> the all neons are tough. <laughs> and all the camo ones are terrible. The only one that's terrible. The only one that's terrible. Not, the only one that's not terrible is the one they wore against Arizona. That's like the black and gray digital oh. camo. Oh. All the other ones are just. I didn't. I'm not a fan. Uh, they're clean. They're clean, man. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big uh, digital camo guy for sure. And they, they hit the mark for me whenever they came out. Okay. Um. Really quick, we could agree that all Browns were the worst of all time, right? The Georgetown Browns. Yep. And the Duke Silver were the two worst. Yeah, um, no, yeah, that's the correct answer. I, I'm, I'm trying to play contrarian here, but no, it really is that easy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, well, well, well. That's all she wrote, Will. Is that it? That's our show? Oh, yeah. The, uh, uh, you want me to try to squeeze out one more? Or, or no? no, we're good. We're done. Okay. The show's right. done. You've heard enough from me. <laughs> the show is done. Uh, real quick, in terms yeah. of scheduling. Um, sure. We will have a show Wednesday. We will have a show Thursday. We will not have a Friday show. Thursday is Christmas Eve. We'll record Wednesday night for it to drop Thursday morning, but we will not be recording Thursday night on Christmas Eve to release an episode on Christmas Day, and we obviously will not be recording on Christmas Day because we never record on Fridays anyway, Matt. Yeah, no. It's a a bummer. I'm sure it'll be a fun day, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll catch you guys on the weekend. Yeah, we will. We will do that. So... Um, yeah, that's going to do it for us here on today's episode of Locked on Spartans. Why don't you join us tomorrow where we will uh, probably discuss some football transfers because I imagine there will be more to talk about. We can, uh, we, we didn't do enough talking about all the, the transfers. We spent a lot of time on basketball yesterday. Tomorrow we should spend a lot of time just talking about the fact that the program is kind of going through an overhaul, Matt. It's different. It's weird. For our, I love for it. Us. It's fantastic. Yeah. No, it's great, man. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are kind of like, "Ooh, I don't. This looks bad." So I think we should talk about yeah, that. It looked bad like ten years ago, anyway. Yeah, and if there's um, times are changing. Times they are changing. Uh, so we should talk about that, and then if there's any other transfer news, if the MSU adds anyone or if they lose anyone else, we can talk about that, and then we will preview Michigan State and Wisconsin for your Thursday episode of Locked On Spartans. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. Matt, take us home. Rate, review, subscribe, baby, and also go green. All right, love you all. <laughs>